Is well. 
Magandang umaga sa inyong lahat. Uh, tapikin mo yung katabi mo ngayon at sabihin mo, nagagalak ako na nandito ka ngayon. So as promised, video sermon today. Well, I can't say that I'm happy to see you all since hindi ko naman kayo nakikita. But I'm hoping that you're happy to see me today. So to those of you who do not know me, I'm Pastor Mike Dizon, one of the many ministers at One Bit Christian Ministries. I'd like to say thank you for joining us today not only to worship God with songs, but also to listen and expectantly receive something from God's Word today that we can apply in our daily lives. So I hope you have your notebooks ready. Check. You have your pens ready. Check. You have your Bibles ready. Check. And you have yourself ready to listen to the Word of God. So today I'd like to thank again all of you who helped in making this video possible. Uh, during the past month of this quarantine, we learned a lot about ourselves na hindi namin alam na kaya pala namin. Something to be thankful for this quarantine period. Possible palang mag-record ng video. And probably, we would do this in the future for people who cannot physically come to church. We learned to be more creative in thinking of new formats Naging maabilidad kami to work with what we have since stores were closed and we can't purchase equipment for recording. We used what we had and I thank God that He allowed us to see what we already had rather than dwell on what we lack. We didn't have the best laptops. We didn't have the best cameras. Neither the best softwares. But we had a laptop. We had a camera, a cell phone camera, and we had the software to use. But alongside with all these things, we had the best singers. We had the best instrumentalists for me. And I praise God and thank God for their life and their sacrifices that they had to do in order for you guys listening to be blessed by this service. So again, whether you listen and watch to live streams, podcasts, and videocasts, I want to remind you today that the important thing is that you worship God and intentionally make time for Him today. So, tanangin mo yung katabi mo today. Are you ready? Are you ready for the Word of God? Today's message is entitled, Think Full. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, Think Full. So, in this time where almost everyone was pushed outside their comfort zones, May mga tao yung mahigit isang buwan na, na hindi lumalabas ng bahay. Yung iba, no work, no pay, and probably this is your first time to not have enough money in your pockets. Lalo na hindi mo alam kung hanggang kailan ito possible extension up to May 15, Season 1, May 30, Season 2. I don't know. A time when we are forced to stop going to school. Some obliged their students to do online classes. Some just had a lot of modules and homeworks to do. A time when we get to see the same people every day, more than the usual. 
a time when wearing masks is a matter of life and death. Madalas ka nga maghugas ng kamay, eh, diba? 20 seconds, bilin-bilin pa nga nila eh, na habang kinakanta mo, twinkle, twinkle. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. O kaya, favorite song mo siguro, ABCD, pa hindi mo nakalimutan. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Diba? Or, mas modern ka tulad sa akin. Yummy by Justin Bieber. Yeah, you get me yummy, yummy, yum, that yummy, yum. Or pag gabi, ayaw mo ng Justin Bieber na you can sing Pagtingin by Ben and Ben. Dami pang gustong sabihin. Ngunit wag na lang muna. Hintayin na lang ang hangin. Tangayin ang salita. Wow! Concert version, but not for today. Ang dami natin ginagawa noon na hindi na natin ginagawa ngayon. Maligo, every other day na lang kasi hindi naman tayo lumalabas, diba? Shout out sa mga umabot ng 3 days na hindi naliligo. Toothbrush ng umago, umago, umaga, bago matulog at naigising na ng tanghali. Tipid sabi ng iba para 2 times na lang daw kumain. And many, many more things. But are there things also that happened today or happened during this period that you are thankful for? Mas madalas ka bang umangal ngayong quarantine period kasi walang sap, walang tupad, walang dole, walang relief? Or mas madalas kang magpasalamat sa Diyos na ikay buhay, ikay minakain, kayo kompleto? Today, as we look on God's Word to remind us to be full of thanks, or think full in any and in every situation that we face in life. Today, we'll be looking at the life of Hannah as seen in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 21 to chapter 2, verse 2. So today, may I invite you to open your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 21 to chapter 2, verse 2. So can I request all able to stand to please stand in respect to the Word of God as we read all together. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 21 to chapter 2, verse 2. Hannah dedicates Samuel. When her husband Elkanah went up with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord and to fulfill his vow, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, After the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord, and he will live there always. Do what seems best to you, her husband Elkanah told her. Stay here until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. After he was weaned, she took the boy with her young. She took the boy with her, young as he was, along with along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When the bull had been sacrificed, they brought the boy to Eli, and she said to him, "Pardon me, my lord, as surely as you live." 
I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to the Lord. For his whole life, he will be given over to the Lord. And he worshiped the Lord there. Chapter 2, Hannah's Prayer. Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Blessed be the reading of God's word. So before you sit, join me in prayer. Abba Father, we thank you for your word for us this morning. Your word is a lamp for our feet and a light on our path. As we listen to your word today, Father, help us to check our minds, our hearts before you. Enable us to bring all that we are to you so that we may receive the warmth of your touch upon all aspects of our life. May the words we hear today speak to us. Speak to us personally that would cause change in our life. Father, we love you. We adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. So going back to the Word of God, let's go deeper in studying God's Word today. So the book of Samuel follows the era of the judges wherein it says here that everyone did what was right in his own eyes. That's why the book concentrates on the role of certain leaders that they call kings. One thing you have to understand reading the book of 1 Samuel is that it not only talks about the sovereignty of God and kingship, but one thing interesting is that it also talks about reversals. The author or authors of the book of Samuel is unknown. Hindi pa po alam, hindi po si Samuel, although the book is in his name. You see, chapter 1 begins with a man by the name of Elkanah, who was a pious man and had two wives. Penina, who had children, and Hannah, our main character this morning, who had none. It was commonly thought during this time that sterility rather, was a sign of God's disfavor. And because of this, Hannah felt low and abandoned, yet she had faith in God. Elkanah and, and his family would, go, would do their annual pilgrimage. And in the story, we would find Hannah fervently asking God for a son. God answered her prayer, conceived a son and named him Samuel, which means God heard. But before she was given a son, she vowed that she would give back her child to God by devoting him to divine service in the temple at Shiloh. And that's where we'll be picking up this morning. So if you have your Bibles, let's go back. Verse 21. When her husband Elkanah went up with, his with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord and to fulfill his vow. You see, the Mosaic law required an offering to God when the Lord granted a vow as seen in Leviticus 27. You see, here we see Elkanah going to the central sanctuary to make his offering shortly after Samuel's birth. It was his vow in the sense 
Since he did not cancel it when he heard about it, he became responsible for it as Hannah's husband. So as we continue verse 22, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, After the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord, and he will live there always. You see, going back in verse 21, we come back to another description of Elkanah's faithfulness in taking his family to worship God at Shiloh. But in verse 22, the pattern is broken, isn't it? Napansin nyo ba? Medyo nagiba hindi sumama si Hannah. Hannah does not go this time. So can you imagine, after going all those years, and during such suffering year after year, she chooses now not to go. Pero sa pagkakataon na ito, God already gave her a son. The wife no longer has anything to say to her, the other wife. Hindi ba kayo nagtatakong bakit hindi sumama o pumunta si Hannah? You see, Hannah here is not staying home because she has forgotten about God. No, she is staying home in order to honor God. She is not staying home because she is neglecting her sacrifice to God. She is staying home because she is preparing her sacrifice to God. You remember her prayer in verse 20, in verse 11 rather. It was more specifically a vow, wasn't it? Samuel chapter 1 verse 11 says, And she vowed a vow and said, Lord Almighty, if you would indeed look on the afflictions of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant, but will give your servant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. No razor shall touch his head. When she asked God for a, son, for a child, she made a promise. A promise. If God would give her a son, she would give that son back to God. What Hannah is telling her husband here is that when she goes to worship, she wants to fulfill her vow to God. But she cannot do that yet. Bakit? Bakit natanong nyo ba? Bakit? Why oh why? Because she cannot leave a baby boy at the tent of meeting. Hindi niya pwedeng iwan yung sanggol sa kamay ng mga pari doon. Mag-aabot na lang siya ng pampers at gatas na S26. At sasabihin niya, as promised, sa inyo na siya. No! The baby has to be fed. He has to grow. Then he has to be weaned away from his mother's milk before he can be left at Shiloh. You see, in the ancient world, in this time, this weaning probably would take place as late as three years old. So Hannah is telling Elkanah in layman's term, I will take Samuel up to Shiloh, but it will take a few years. Not now. Verse 23, as we go back to our passage of Scripture. Do what seems best to you, her husband Elkanah told her. Stay here until you have wind him. Only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she, was, until she had wind him. You see, Elkanah here is simply saying, Okay dear, okay dear, naintindihan tila, go ahead, stay here, but remember the vow you made to God. Elkanah was no dummy. He knew how hard it would be right now for Hannah to give up 
her only child. Just think how much harder it would be after she has nurtured this boy for three years. But Elkanah is a man. He's a husband, a father who takes God's word seriously. As a man of integrity, as a husband committed to God of, to the God of Israel, Elkanah encourages his wife to keep her focus on the duty to God. Even though it would mean great sacrifice, not only for Hannah, but for the both of them. So as we continue, verse 24. After he was wind, she took the boy with her, young as he was, along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour, and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. You see here, this was hard for Hannah and Elkanah. Their willingness to fulfill the vow, even at a great personal cost, is evidence of, of godliness in Elkanah and Hannah. In verse 25, as we continue, when the bull had been sacrificed, they brought the boy to Eli. Nagpapansin ba yan? Tatlo yung dinala nilang bull, but only one bull was sacrificed. One was sacrificed as burnt offering for the cleansing and consecration of Samuel. The rest of the bulls were available for meal fellowship. As we continue, verse 26 to 27, And she said to him, Pardon me, my Lord. As surely as you live, I am the woman who stood beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child, and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. <clears throat> now, we were, now we have to remember that when Eli the high priest blessed Hannah back in verse 17, he had no idea. Wala siyang kamalay-malay on what she was praying for. Here in verse 27, she makes it clear to him, I was praying for a child. And here it is. God answered my prayers. Verse 28, towards the end. So now, I give him to the Lord. For his whole life will be given over to the Lord. And he worshiped the Lord there. You see, Hannah is saying in verse 26, I am giving back what I asked for. As long as this boy lives, he is given back to God as that which I asked for God, from God rather. As we go back to verse 11, this is her vow. She vowed, that if God gave her a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. You see, the chapter ends with such wonderful word. The chapter ends with worship. Some might say, he here, the word he referred to Samuel, that gives us some small sense of the uniqueness of this boy called Samuel, and also the uniqueness of his role that he would play in God's plan some, but some versions, if you notice, would say they worship, which is repeatedly characteristic of this family. Ito yung kinahiligan nilang gawin, which is to worship. You see, even in difficult situations, they could worship the Lord. Praising God on the day you give your little son away must not be easy. But it is praise but it is a praise God is pleased with. 
You see, even as we are told to bring a sacrifice of praise to God, in chapter 2, verse 1, as we continue, as we continue with Hannah's prayer, Hannah's prayer, Hannah, Hannah here offers a song of thanksgiving after winning Samuel. When she takes him to the temple in compliance with her earlier promise to God. So verse 1 tells us, Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. Hannah's song is more of a song of thanksgiving than a prayer. Hannah showed a depth of commitment and love for God that may humble us. On the day she made the biggest sacrifice of her life, she rejoices in the Lord. Pero napansin natin, ay pero napansin, pero pansinin natin rather yung sinabi ulit ni Hannah. She said that her heart rejoices in the Lord. She could not rejoice in leaving her son. Who can? But she can rejoice in the Lord. You see, in the, in the most desperate situations, when we have nothing else to rejoice in, we can rejoice in the Lord. A passage of scripture goes on to say, the horn is filled up. You see, the horn here is, used, is often used as a picture of strength in the Bible. This is because the strength of an ox could be expressed in his horn. Hannah spoke of strength and power being exalted in the Lord. Hannah had a strong sense of vindication over her rival, over her rival, Penina, Elkanah's other wife. Pen, when Penina cruelly brought Hannah low, but now Hannah rejoiced because God lifted her Towards the end, verse 2, there's no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. This shows a classy form of Hebrew poetry. Repetitive parallelism, sabi nga nila. To say the Lord is holy is to say that He is completely set apart. That is unique and not only like any other. When she continued in the same verse and said, for there is none besides you, she said the same thing. Diba? Pareho lang yun eh. There is none, there is none holy like the Lord, but only say it in a different manner, in a different set of words. When she said, nor is there any rock like our God, she again says the same thing in different words. What a wonderful passage from God. When looking at the life of Hannah, what can we learn? Did you ever ask that question today? What can I learn from the life of Hannah? How can we be full of thanksgiving? Or better yet, how can we be thankful? So this morning, this lovely morning, let me leave you with three verbs that you can do in order for you to be thankful. So a person who is thankful Full is a person who is full of memories. Pag tinanong, ko ngayon, pag tinanong ko kayo ngayon, what was the last thing that you thank God for? 
You see, people who are full of memories can't help but smile. Diba? A lot of good memories comes to your mind. Naalala mo na nagbigay ka ng relief sa kapitbahay mo lately. Nagkataon yung kapitbahay na yun, crush na crush mo. Sabi mo sa crush mo o sa kapitbahay mo, galing tong DSWD, pakipirma mo na lang tong papel na gawa-gawa mo. Sabay hiningi mo pa nga yung cellphone number niya kasi kailangan daw i-monitor. Sabay bulong sa isip mo. Thank you, God. Someone said, Ironically, we tend to overlook God's gracious blessings because we stay so busy enjoying them. We tend to focus more on the blessing than the giver of the blessing, the provision instead of the provider. Sometimes pangay, we are so busy with the kingdom that we forget the king. You see, going back to our passage of scripture, in verses 21 to 22, allow me to highlight to you the phrase which Hannah said, After the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord, and he will live there always. You see, she didn't forget her promise to God. She didn't forget God. Sa sobrang tuwa o galak niya, o galak na meron siya sa kanyang anak, hindi niya nakalimutan ang Diyos na nagbigay nito sa kanya. See, although it was everything she dreamed of, having a son, her focus was still on God. You see, at the end of the day, never replace your devotion to God with a devotion to His blessings. You see, looking back at the book of Deuteronomy in chapter 6, verse 12, it says here, Then watch yourself, lest you forget the Lord who brought you from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery. You see, here in this passage of scripture, we get to read about a warning that Moses said to the Hebrews. When prosperity came their way, when everything will be okay, will you remember God? There might be a time in your life when you ask God for a job or you ask God for a break in your business, in your career. You see, when God gives it, will you forget about God and focus more on the blessing? Pwede mong sabihin, di bali na, Lord, nagtatights naman ako. Pero dati nagsaserve ka sa simbahan. You see, for more than a month, we've been praying for protection from the virus. We've been praying for safety. We've been praying for good health. We've been praying for provision and many, many more things we've been praying to God. But after this quarantine, when things begin to normalize, will you set aside time for God? Some have promised to spend more time with God, to spend more time with their family, to start prioritizing their health by exercising. But when things go back to the normal, will you remember to do all these things that you thought about? You see, just like the Hebrews during the time of Moses, God emphasized that the things that they had, the blessings, came from God and not themselves. You see, at the end of the day, my brothers and sisters today, you want to be thankful? The first word I'd like you to leave you today, you want to be thankful? Remember. Remember what God has done, what God is doing, 
and what God will continually do in your life. You see, years from today, as we look back and thank God, kapag may mabigat kang pagsubok na pinagdadaanan, sabi nga nung iba eh, kapit lang, malalagpasan din natin ang pagsubok. DSWD nga, nilagpasan tayo, pagsubok pa kaya. You see, my brothers and sisters listening today, remember, sabi sa katabi mo, remember. Remember not to forget God. Pangalawa, a person who is thankful is a person who is full of delight. What makes you happy? If I have to, if I have the chance to ask you today, what makes you happy? What makes you excited lately? What brings joy in your life? You see, Oswald Chambers said, Worship is giving God the best that He has given you. You see, my brothers and sisters, our time, our resources, our heart should be diverted away primary, from primarily seeking our own pleasures and comfort and towards expanding God's kingdom and glory. In our passage of scripture, in verse 24 to 28, allow me to read to you again a statement by Hannah which goes, I prayed for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to the Lord. Listen, I want you to listen. For three years, Hannah had to see God's label on Samuel's forehead. And when she gave her son, she gave him over for God's service. She didn't leave him on the doorstep of the church. No, she placed Samuel at the epicenter of where God reveals his glory in Israel. You see, therefore, we need to look at everything that is ours, all our belongings, everything in our life, and ask this question, how can this be put in God's service that His glory might be seen? It's about giving so that others may see Christ, not only in our words, but also in our actions. Today is the best time to give. One quote I always remember and live out in my life goes, I give not because I have much, but because I know exactly how it feels to have nothing. If you didn't receive anything this quarantine, no relief, no hello, no kumusta from the barangay, no sap, then it is the perfect time for you to give because you know the feeling of receiving nothing. Start by offering to your neighbor na wala, kung wala na silang makain, kumatok lang kayo sa bahay, huwag kayo mahiya. Or give some relief packages. Buy an extra canned good when doing your, your grocery and allowing this to be something that you would give away to someone you know. You see, it is the little acts of kindness we show the love of God in our lives. 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, verse 11 reads to us or states, You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you are blessed to become a blessing. With feelings, more with feelings, you are blessed to become a blessing. 
today, my brothers and sisters, you want to be thankful? The second word I'd like you to leave to you today, you want to be thankful? Return. Sabihin sa katabi mo, return. Kamo sa lahat ng bagay, iisa lang yung hindi binabalikan. Yung past daw. Bakit? Kasi nakalipas na. Anyway, a, th- a thankful heart returns to God what belongs to God to be used for His glory. Today, make it a point. Be like Hannah today. Have a heart full of delight that returns. So lastly, last point, lastly, be full of praise. praise. Be full of praise. Praise can be defined as the expression of approval or admiration for someone or something. Praise in our last point refers to adoring God and celebration of His goodness and grace. You see, I can't help but be in awe that the creator of billions of stars in the galaxy knows my name. He knows your name. You see, the same God who created the mountains, the oceans, every living animal on earth thought about you. And he said, the world needs you too. I can't help but be full of praise. You see, Mother Teresa said, the best way to show my gratitude to God is to accept everything, even my problems, with joy. You see, in happy moments, they say, praise God. In difficult moments, seek God. In quiet moments, worship God. In painful moments, trust God. In every moment, thank God. You see, in our passage of Scripture, in chapter 2, of 1 Samuel verses 1 to 2. Hannah made a prayer that poured out her feelings of her heart. Imagine her saying these things after giving her son to God. Ano sabi niya? There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Hannah was praising God that the source of her joy is found in the Lord. Today, depend on God. Not only depend on God, but acknowledge His strength in your life. Acknowledge that He exists. Depend on God by surrendering your life and accepting the new life that He offers, only made available in Christ. Colossians chapter 3, verses uh, 17, verse 17 rather. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the, and the Father by Him. So lastly, being thankful means that you recognize. Recognize. You recognize God in your life and be like Hannah, that whatever happens, you can say, my heart rejoice, rejoices rather, in the Lord. So allow me to summarize everything that we've talked about this morning with some personal reflections. 
Helen Keller said, I cried because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet. Life is full of blessings. Sometimes we're just blind to see them. They feel so blessed in spite of what's happening. You see, thank God for material blessings that He gave you, which most of these things you did not deserve. Thank God for people He sent in your life to, to touch your life, to cultivate a heart of things. Thank God also for hard times because it makes you stronger. And thank God for Him. Thank God for allowing God to experience His power and His presence in your life today. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 19 to 20 reads, Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God, the Father for everything, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, if there was a man who had learned the meaning of true thanksgiving, even in the midst of great adversity, it was the Apostle Paul. You see, separated from his friends, unjustly accused, brutally treated. If ever there was a person today who had the right to complain, it was that man. He suffered and was almost forgotten in a harsh Roman prison. But you see, instead of complaints, his lips rang with words full of praise and full of thanksgiving. You see, at the end of the day, you want to be full, think full, then remember, return, and recognize. So at the end of the day, or today rather, begin and end the day with a heart full of thanks. So let me pray for you today. Let's bow our heads so then just allow our the words of God to be true in our life today. So if you're listening today and you feel empty, you feel empty instead of feeling full, You've been complaining more than thanking God, thinking that life is unfair. God is talking to you right now. He asks you, do you remember? Do you remember that time when you prayed for a job? Do you remember asking me to heal you? Do you remember the day before your exam? Medyo nagkakramp ka nga and just prayed so hard that the Lord allowed you to pass. Do you remember having not enough money in your pockets? Do you remember a failed relationship that you had more than once? And during that time, you talked to me, God is telling you, like a father to his son. And now look at where you are now. Look how far you've come. God is reminding you. God is reminding you that it continues with a mindset that believes that everything that you have today comes from God. 
And the best way to show your gratitude to God is by giving it to God to be used for His glory and for His glory to be seen by other people. So how have you managed what God has blessed you with today? And lastly, recognize God. Do you still rejoice in the Lord? And often whisper to your heart the praise, there is no one like you, God. Wala kang katulad, wala kang katulad, Panginoon. Let us pray. Almighty and loving Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for everything in our life today. And today, we seek for forgiveness at times we complain of the life we have, thinking that you do not know what's happening in our life. We pray for a heart just like Hannah, a heart that waits on your good and perfect time, a heart that overflows with thanksgiving. Help us today, Father, to focus on you and not your blessings. Help us to be full of gratitude in everything that happens. Father, today we pray for a heart that surrenders. A heart that surrenders to your good and perfect will. Father, have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and heal our life. Increase, our, increase in our life today, Father, as we decrease. May we act accordingly in the coming days in response to your word. Father, today we also pray for our city, our nation, and the world today. We pray for healing, we pray for provision, wisdom, and protection. Be with us. We ask all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So thank you for listening. Before we end, kanang kamay sa ating mga puso today. Kanang kamay sa mga puso today. And repeat after me. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. One more time, mean it, or give it more emotion, own it. I am blessed, I am favored, I am loved. I am a child of God. So can I invite all of you to raise your hands to the heavens as I pray for you today. God of control, sovereign God, we thank you for your word. Truly the grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of God endures forever. We thank you for the encouragement and the reminder that you will and will always be God in our life. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord and all of God's children will say, Amen. So God bless. Stay safe. See you soon.